Hey, what's up, everybody? Thanks for joining me here on The Angry Officer. Got a lot of things to talk about today. Um, but before I get started, uh, it's going to be a little angry. I'm angry again. I mean, you know, go figure, right? I mean, there's there's so much. Every time I turn on the news, every time I watch a, 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 a read a news article, you know, I get pissed. Like, it's what's happening is just unbelievable. But before I get into that, I just want to say I hope everybody checked out my last, um, listened to my last uh, episode. Um, I believe it was episode 13 where I spoke with uh, Officer Andy. It was a great episode. We talked. It was fun. We had a lot of funny stories. Um, so that one was a little bit more lighthearted than what's going to be today. So uh, anyway, check that out if you haven't already. Uh, episode 13 um, and uh, special guest Officer Andy. Uh, he's retired after 21 years. Um, so all right, let's get into this then. So today what I want to talk about is um, this this shooting, this Duante Wright shooting. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it's just amazing to me. Everybody has something to say. Everybody has their two, bit, two bits to put into these, to these things. Um, everybody has an opinion. That's fine. You're all entitled to your opinion, entitled to your opinions. I'm um, certainly not here to say that you're not, but I do want to say this. If you are not a police officer, if you've never worked as a police officer, if you've never had to stand in front of somebody that had a weapon um, and know that your life's on the line, their life's on the line, other innocent bystanders are on the line, if you've never had to do that, um, then maybe think twice before you uh, open your mouth. Um, it seems like a lot of people have a lot to say about this. And it's amazing that most of them, they have no perspective. They've never been in that situation. So... You know, it's great that you have an opinion, um, but sometimes your opinion is stupid. How about that? Okay. And I'm going to talk about a lot of, I'm going to talk about a lot of people with some stupid opinions today. So just in case, you know, in case you're living in a, uh, under a rock and you don't know what's going on, um, I'm just going to give you a brief synopsis. I wasn't there. This is what I've read. Uh, Duante Wright had a warrant for his arrest. My understanding is the warrant was for previous illegal gun possession, was for an Ill illegal gun possession charge. Um, I don't know if that was a failure to appear. I don't know if that was failure to comply with the court. I don't know. Um, honestly, and it doesn't really matter. The fact is he had a warrant and they were going to place him under arrest. Now, they stopped the vehicle for a minor traffic in violation. Um, if I remember correctly, it was no insurance. Okay. Perfectly, perfectly legal stop. Just in case you don't know, if you're try if you're driving in your vehicle and you do not have insurance, we have a right to stop you. Okay. We have a right to stop you before you T-bone somebody and, you know, ruin their property or hurt somebody and you don't have insurance to pay for that. Yeah. We have a right to stop you. Okay. So, so, so this person was stopped. Duante was stopped. Um, this officer or the officers learned that he had a, a warrant, um, tried taking him into custody and in doing so, or trying to do so, Mr. Mr. Wright decided that he wasn't going to go into custody and that he was going to flee in his vehicle, which, by the way, in most states is a felony. Felony fleeing in a vehicle is a felony, or fleeing in a vehicle is a felony. So he decided that he was going to flee in his vehicle um, because he didn't want to get taken to jail. Okay? Um, in, in a nutshell, that's basically the story that I heard, or that's, the, that's you know, what I've read. Now, as they're fighting with him, um, this officer apparently, allegedly, Reaches for what she thought was her taser, a less less lethal use of force. Thought that she was tasing him when in fact she had actually pulled her weapon and she ended up shooting this person, Duante. He speeds off and crashes his car uh, and ultimately dies. Okay. Now... First and foremost, what happened is a tragedy, okay? There's no other way to say it. There's no other way to put it. It was a tragedy. 
there was life lost, um, and it didn't need to be lost. Okay, it was it was a it was a loss of life that could have been avoided and didn't need to happen. Mistake happened, it seems. Um, and you know, when when you when you give somebody a gun and a badge and you say, "Hey, go out there and protect the people," and you know, put yourself in harm's way for the people, and you are dealing with these volatile situations and people that are very volatile and very violent. And quite honestly, they expect us to be violent back. We don't carry a gun. Um, you know, pulling your weapon and shooting it is violence. And they expect us to do that in the certain situations. Okay. Now, there's roughly 370 plus million police contacts in a year. That's a lot. I would say that the amount of the amount of um, instances where something like this happens are so few. I mean, they are. It's so rare. I would say that our track record as for police, when you look at how many police contacts we have in a year in this country, and many of those are with violent, volatile people, I would say that our our record is pretty damn good. Okay. Now, again. It's tragic. First to admit it. Um, you won't know. You, you know. You you've hopefully listened to some of my other episodes, and you know that I'm a big, 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 big on accountability. Yes, the officer needs to be held accountable. Okay. Um, just what that accountability is, what that looks like. That's where maybe I would veer from what it seems to be. You know what what people. What, what the media wants to portray is what people think should happen to her, okay? Um, I'm just going to give an example. In this country, tens of thousands of people die every single year at the, ha- at the hands of some medical professional, whether that's on the operating table or some sort of malpractice, okay? And when's the last time you saw the police... Go down and arrest your local surgeon who who is saving lives every day. Go down and arrest that surgeon because he made a mistake which cost somebody their life. Um, and then he gets charged with, with murder or manslaughter or whatever and ends up serving 10 years plus in prison. How, when's the last time you heard of that happening? I mean, if somebody knows, I'm not saying it's never happened, but... When's the last time you heard about that in in national news? I I can't think of a time. Okay, yet that happens. Way, way, way more people die at the hands of because of medical malpractice in this country every year than people that die because of mistakes made by the police every single year. And yet, what are we doing? Again, let's let's you know get our pitchforks and torches and let's. Let's let's uh, you know let's go down to the local local uh, PD and um, you know burn it down. You know let's let's get rid of these awful police officers. It's it's absolutely asinine. It's ridiculous. So what happens in this country of ours, which I love, and it makes me sick to see where we're headed. But what happens when you as a citizen? Or let's even say, for instance, you are a city uh, official. Oh, I don't know. Let's just say, let's say you're a city manager. And you think that all city employees, including policemen and police women, are, are afforded the right of due process. Let's just say that, okay? Sounds pretty reasonable to me okay it sounds pretty reasonable to to me to to say that all employees deserve due process including policemen and women okay that doesn't sound unreasonable yet what happens this is this is this is the times that we are living in okay let's just let's take a look here so Cop who shot Duante Wright resigns along with chief city manager fired after saying officer has the right to due process. Okay, that's the headline. This is in police, um, policetribune.com. Please read it for yourself. 
I'm going to give you some of the highlights and we're going to take a look at this. So, um, we already know what happened. I went over the, I went over the, uh, uh, the facts of the case that I, what I know so far, and we're just going to see how the city manager, why the city manager, um, was, was fired. Okay, here we go. Brooklyn center mayor, Mike Elliott immediately called for the officer for officer Potter. That's the one who fired the, the weapon thinking that it was her taser. Okay. Brooklyn, Brooklyn center mayor at Mike Elliott immediately called for officer Potter to be fired in the wake of the shooting. That's according to bring me the news. Okay. The city manager, Kurt Bogany pointed out that officer Potter has rights and said that the city couldn't just terminate her employment. This is what Bogany said. Employees are entitled to due process. That's it. That's what he said. That's it. Didn't say, didn't say, um, didn't say Potter was innocent. Didn't say Potter didn't make a mistake. Didn't say Potter wouldn't be fired eventually. Didn't say Potter wouldn't be charged eventually. Didn't say any of that. Simply made the comment, employees are entitled to due process. Period. Um, yeah, it's part of our constitution. It's part of our bill of rights. Of course, she's entitled to due process. That's all he said. Well, guess what? Elliot, in his, in his wisdom, decided that, this is quote, effective immediately our city manager has been relieved of his duties and the deputy city manager will be assuming his duties moving forward. That's what Elliot tweeted um, Monday afternoon. I will continue to work my hardest to ensure good leadership at all levels of our city government. Well, if that's true, if that's a true statement, then I would say that Elliot probably ought to fire himself or resign immediately because he clearly has no managerial skills, period. None. He's a coward. He has no um, moral ground, it seems to stand on and he ought to fire. He, they ought to fire him or he ought to resign. Okay. Um, also, in addition to this, um, the city council voted three to two to pull command authority of the BCPD from the city manager and to place it under the control of Elliot. Oh, there's a good idea. Sounds like, sounds like the three who voted for that ought to also resign. Cause they sound like they don't have any managerial skills either. Um, Brooklyn Center City Council member Chris Lawrence Anderson said during a virtual workshop after the vote that she agreed with the motion to remove Bogany from his post because she was worried. Okay, this is the part that I want you to listen. Listen. She agreed because she was worried about what rioters would do to her and her property if she didn't go along with it. That's according to the Star Tribune. Are you freaking kidding me? Okay, here we go. This is a quote. He was doing a great job. I respect him dearly, Lawrence Anderson said of Bogany, adding that she just, quote, didn't want percussions at a personal level. Oh, really? Really, Miss Miss Anderson? You're a freaking coward. How about that? You're a freaking coward. These officers are going out putting their lives on the line. Their lives on the line? Not to mention their families. And you're afraid that you're going to get some backlash on Twitter? Are you freaking kidding me? You should resign immediately. You have no backbone and you are a coward. You admittedly, openly admitted that you did not vote your conscience. You knew it was wrong. You said it. You knew it was wrong, but you did it anyway. We don't need people like you in government anymore. We are done with people like you. You should resign. You should resign. Okay. You have no business being in there. You're not a leader. You're a coward. You and Elliot. You, you're, you're, just as, you're just as bad as Elliot as far as I'm concerned. Matter of fact, you might be worse because he's doing probably what he thinks is right. Eh, probably not. He's, he's a coward too. Sorry. I, you know, he's a coward too. He's, he's, pandering to, he's pandering to a certain people that he thinks is going to get him reelected. I hope that he's wrong. I hope the people of Minnesota wake up soon and do the right thing. Because ultimately, um, they're in for a world of hurt, okay? Nobody, no 
police officer is going to stay employed in these cities in Minnesota with this stuff going on. And they shouldn't. They should leave. They should find other jobs. Uh, Newsflash. If you're an officer in some of these cities, let me just tell you, all agencies around this country are hiring. And they don't all treat their officers the way you guys are being treated. I hate, I'm, I'm sad that you are subject to this, but people need to start standing up or you need to find another job. Okay. Absolutely ridiculous. It's we're not done with Elliot though. Let's keep Elliot in mind. Right. Um, because that's not the stupidest thing he said, believe it or not, Elliot firing, um, the manager for saying that his employees deserve due process. That's not the stupidest thing he said or done. It gets worse. <laughs> I mean, I know, I know crazy, right? Hard to believe. Um, so Brooklyn Center Mayor says he doesn't think cops need to have weapons when making traffic stops. Yeah, yeah, you heard that right. I'm going to say it again. This is this is the headline again, policetribune.com. This is the headline. Read the story. Brooklyn Center Mayor says he doesn't think cops need to have weapons when making traffic traffic stops. <laughs> wow, I have to laugh because seriously, it's all I can do. I'm keeping this clean, folks. Um, this pisses me off. This I get worked up. Okay, do you know how many officers are shot and killed on, quote, routine traffic stops? There's this little saying when you, when you go through the police academy that they teach you almost from, the, almost from day one. There is no such thing as a routine traffic stop. You never know what you're going to get. You don't know if some asshole sitting there with his gun pointed at his door. And just so you know, I know the movies show that the doors stop bullets. They don't. Just because some a-hole sitting in there with his gun, or or you never know when some a-hole sitting in there with his gun pointed at you and you walk up and he opens fire on you. Okay? That's why we need weapons at all traffic stops. I'm not saying it needs to be pulled. I'm not saying you need to walk up to the door with your weapon drawn, but all what you should have weapons. The day they tell me I can't have a weapon when I I don't even give a crap what I'm doing. If I have my badge on and my uniform on, I'm going to have a weapon, period. The day they tell me I can't, whether that's working in a school, whether that's working in a bank, whether that's working anywhere, the day they tell me I can't do that is the day that I hand in my badge and apparently not my gun because they'll already have it at that point. But that's the day I'm done. I don't care if it's, I don't care if it's two years before my retirement. I'm not going to put my life in jeopardy any more than I already do and not have the tools to protect myself or somebody else. Okay. And that's what this bozo is saying. Are you kidding me? Brooklyn center townspeople wake the freak up. Your mayor doesn't think that your police officers should have weapons. And why, what is this? This is all because of a mistake made by an officer who, 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 by all accounts, as far as I can tell, has had a has had a good career for the last, I think it's 25, 26 years. She has been supporting, she has been defending, she has been serving her community, and it seems like she's done a fine job. I haven't heard otherwise. She's been doing that. She's been risking her life for 26 years. And what does she get? She gets charged with manslaughter. That's right. They're charging her with manslaughter. Um, second degree manslaughter, as a matter of fact. That's what she gets for her service. Now, again, it's tragic. Mistakes happen. I'm not saying there shouldn't be a, some accountability. But what I am going to say is um, she shouldn't be going to jail for 10 years. Sorry, shouldn't happen. Uh, you, family can sue the city. Um, Brooklyn Center can write them a big fat check. That's just the way it goes but she should not go to jail. And let's just let's just go back to now who's responsible. Who who ultimately bears responsibility in this? Let's just think about this. She made a legal traffic stop as far as I can tell or whoever the officer was that made the traffic stop. I don't even know if it was her, but as far as I can tell, a legal traffic stop was made. Okay? They attempt to make a lawful arrest. Had had Duante complied there's the magic word folks complied look it up had he complied 
Guess who wouldn't be sitting here talking about Duante Wright? You guessed it. Yours truly, the angry officer. I wouldn't even know his name. He would be home. He would be home smoking his smoking his blunt and making more Instagram videos of him waving his pistol around, which he apparently had illegally. Um, when he probably should be out working and taking care of his child. That's just a that's just a hunch that I have. I don't know. Maybe he was doing that and smoking his blunt and waving his gun around. I don't know. I'm just I'm making some assumptions. I have no idea. Maybe that's maybe we wouldn't be having this conversation, but he chose, that's right, his decision, he chose not to comply. And ultimately, it cost him his life. And now, apparently, this officer could spend 10 years in prison. I'm sorry, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Okay? And before anybody even goes to this, to this, to this deserted island, this has nothing to do with race. Okay? The only reason this, the only reason race has even been brought up in this case is because of the media and because of these idiot politicians who just want to make it about what it's not. There is zero, I have seen zero evidence that would support any information whatsoever has not come forward that Officer Potter is in any way, shape, or form a racist and that this happened because of her being a racist, okay? Zero, zero. So let's not even go there. It's getting old. It's getting tiring. Um, you know, jeez. I don't know if you guys watch Dan Bongino or Sean Hannity and, uh, you know, Bongino and Geraldo got into this the other day on Hannity. It's quite the, it's quite the show. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta look it up on YouTube and watch it. Um, because Bongino, who I don't know what his, his past is. I do know that he's got some law enforcement, um, you know, some law enforcement, uh, uh, experience. He's been a policeman. I'm not sure in what capacity, I believe some secret service. I don't know what else. Um, but it's clear listening to him talk that he has experience and that he he kind of has a clue when he's you know when you hear about him talk about these things he has a clue it's it's pretty clear. Geraldo, on the other hand, has no clue. And I, along with Ben Bongino, I agree with him. Geraldo has no business. I mean, he can say he can state his opinion, but good for Bongino for calling him out on his BS. Okay, because apparently Geraldo thinks this has something to do with race. I don't know. Um, so good for you, Bongino, for calling him out. We all know he's a he's he's the punk. He was calling just in case you didn't hear it. He was actually calling Bongino a punk on air, and I think he called him a son of a bitch um, on air. This is on Fox News, so quite quite an interesting episode. But I agree with Bongino. Um, why are we making this about race? Let's just keep this what it is. Um, Geraldo went on to say some other stupid stuff like like uh, you know why don't officers carry their taser on their dominant side. In other words, whatever hand's dominant, and you know, if you're right-handed, why don't you carry your taser on that side and then carry your duty weapon on your offhand side? Um, are you kidding me? That is the stupidest thing I've ever freaking heard, Geraldo. You're an idiot. Okay? You're an idiot. If I had a freaking chair right now, I'd throw it at you too. I can see why that happened. Look it up years ago. Okay, you're an idiot, dude. And you're putting officers' lives in, on the line. You're putting officers' lives in danger by even suggesting. All it takes is some stupid politician like Elliot to say, "Oh my gosh, why don't we put the why don't we put the duty weapon on their offhand?" Are you kidding me? Don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. You're a moron. Elliot's a moron. Okay. Oh my gosh. All right. We're just getting started. There's more people I'm going to call out. We're not done. Okay. I'm going to take a quick break. 30 seconds. Stick around. I'll be right back. Okay. We're back. All right. So let's, let's keep going. Just a quick, quick recap in the first half of this uh, episode. What did we talk about? We, we established that, um, the mayor of, of, uh, Brooklyn center, Minnesota, um, Mr. Elliot, mayor Elliot, what we've established is that he's a moron. I think we've gotten that clear. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Um, shame on him. He's putting his he's putting the citizens 
um, safety at risk. He's putting their off his officers that work for his city at risk, and he should resign immediately. And I don't know why any officer would work for that guy. Okay, so we've established that. Um, we've we've established that the city council in uh, in that city, um, Brooklyn Center, are also mostly cowards. It sounds like sounds like there were a couple of them that tried doing the right thing. Um, but when the city uh, when the city manager made the comment, rightfully so, stating that um, Officer Potter <clears throat> deserved due process, um, he got fired for saying that, and the city council voted to have him fired. Okay, so anybody who voted for that, you're a moron. And for the city councilwoman who actually went on the record and said she thought that the city manager was a great guy and did a great job, um, but she voted the way she did because she's more or less a coward and she didn't want to get any repercussions for herself. Don't be in politics then. If you don't want to be in the spotlight and you don't want people to, to criticize you, don't be in the don't be in the spotlight. Hey, and I'm I'm putting my money where my mouth is because people criticize everything we do. So um if I was a coward like you, I'd have quit, I'd have quit 16 years ago. Okay. But some of us do the right thing for the right reason. So that's what we've established so far. So let's move forward. Um we talked about this idiotic mayor saying that uh, the policeman shouldn't have weapons you know, on all traffic stops. I mean, he's a fool. Um, shame on him. Again, he should resign. So let's keep going. Let's see what's going to happen to this Officer Potter. So I, I told you that she was um, charged with uh, second-degree manslaughter in Minnesota. And I want to talk about that for just a second, okay? So I'm going to pull up the Minnesota, I'm going to pull up the Minnesota manslaughter um, statute. Um, this is 609.205 of the Minnesota statutes. Um, this is their law there. I'm going to read what it says, okay? Um, first part of this is, a person who causes the death of another by any of the following means is guilty of manslaughter in the second degree and may be sentenced to imprisonment for not more than 10 years or to payment of a fine not more than 20000 or both, okay? Number one. This is the one that would. This is the this is the part of the statute that would apply to um, to Officer Potter. Okay, so um, one by the person's culpable negligence, whereby the person creates an unreasonable risk and consciously takes chances of causing death or great bodily harm to another. Okay, so culpability is their mental state. That's that's where you have to prove. They basically have to prove their culpable mental state, okay? Um, in this case, it's negligence. Now, by the person's culpable negligence, whereby the person creates an unreasonable risk. Okay, let's just talk about that for a second. Okay, I'm no attorney, okay? I'm just a dumb cop who knows, who, who's been reading laws for the last 16 years and having to interpret them because I'm charging people with them. So, you know, you can agree, you can disagree, whatever. Um, but let's just take a look at this for a second, okay? Now, if if the if the statute simply said by the person's culpable negligence, then I would say, yeah, they probably got a good chance of getting her convicted on manslaughter. Um, but it goes on and it says, whereby the person creates unreasonable risk. I think what we need to do is we need to take a look at who created the unreasonable risk in this case. Okay. Was it the officer? Let's think about that now. Was Officer Potter the one that created this risk? Because it seems to me that everything that took place was because of the actions of Mr. Wright. I mean, call me crazy. He's the one that had, ultimately, he's the one that drove his car without insurance. That's illegal. He's the one that, previous to this, apparently had a charge of, of uh, illegal possessing a firearm. Okay? That's on him. These police officers, including Officer Potter was simply trying to effect an arrest. Now, in most states, statutes say something to the effect of you can use around the amount of force reasonable to effect an arrest, okay? Now, had she used a taser, it probably would have been deemed reasonable. I'm going to go out on a limb here and I'm going to say, well, hold on, let's keep that thought. Let's let's continue with this statute. Okay? So, Whereby the person creates an unreasonable risk. I think we need to find out. We need to ask ourselves, who is the person creating that risk? And here we go. And consciously takes chances of causing death or great bodily harm to another. Okay. 
Now, did Officer Potter consciously take a chance of causing death or great bodily injury? Now, keep in mind, in her, in her mind, in her mind, okay, she thinks she's deploying a taser. Now, can a taser cause death or great bodily injury? No, it cannot. Okay. Now, why is this important? Because in a criminal case, in most states, I'm assuming Minnesota is the same, you have to show culpability. You have to show the culpable mental state, in this case, negligence. Okay. There's this thing called mens rea and actus reus. Okay. That means a guilty mind and a guilty act. Okay. Does she have a guilty mind? In her mind, she's thinking she's deploying a taser. Now, was that a guilty mind? And what was the guilty act that she that she um, that she did that she committed? She had every right to tase him. Okay, so did she have a guilty mind? Did she have a guilty act? Was there a guilty act? Ah, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know that they're going to get this. Uh, I you know I don't think she should be convicted. Period. I think I think she probably should. Obviously, there should be some accountability here. Okay, she made a deadly mistake. She made a deadly mistake. I'm not arguing that. That's there's no there's no argument there. Okay. Um, however, like I said before, when a surgeon makes a deadly mistake on the operating deadly mistake on the operating table. <laughs> sorry, I'm getting too fast. I'm woo, excited here. When a surgeon makes a deadly mistake on an operating table, we don't put them in cuffs and we don't charge them with manslaughter and we don't throw them in jail. And do you know why? Because we have to prove a guilty mind, we have to prove a guilty act, and we have to prove his culpable mental state. Which is pretty tough to do when it's a when it's a flat out mistake, okay? Um, so I don't think she should be charged with manslaughter. I don't think she should be charged. I'm just going to say this: my personal opinion, she shouldn't be charged with a crime. Um, she should probably lose her job. She's 26 years. Let her retire. Give her her pension. She's earned it. 26 years, she should retire, and the, there's probably there probably is going to be a civil lawsuit. There's going to be a civil lawsuit regardless of whether she's charged criminally or not, folks. Okay, she's gonna if she if they get this charge on her, um, there is on top of that probably is going to be settled before this criminal charge even goes to court and gets settled in court. There's going to be a civil a civil suit filed, and the family of Mr. Wright is going to be wealthy. Okay, let's just say it. Chances are that's what's going to happen. Okay. Now, there was a point that I was going to make earlier, but I wanted to finish that statute. I'm going to get back to this this point. Okay. I'm going to say this. People aren't going to like it, but this is coming from the perspective of a police officer. Okay. Let's just say that I make a traffic stop on somebody. And let's just say that during the course of my traffic stop, I learn that they have a warrant for their arrest for the possession of an illegal firearm, okay? Let's just say that. And let's just say that during this traffic stop, I pull them out of their vehicle, which is perfectly legal for me to do, okay? I pull them out of their vehicle. We do that for a lot of reasons. Maybe one is while I'm filling out a citation, maybe I want to be able to watch them more. Maybe I want to, you know, I don't know. That's a choice that an officer makes. Or, you know, maybe I pull them out because I'm going to affect that arrest of the warrant. But let's just say that in the course of doing that, this person decides that he is going or she is going to run back into their vehicle and start reaching inside that vehicle. Okay. Now, they reach in. I have knowledge that they have had illegal weapons in the past. Do I have a deadly force situation? Do I have a right to shoot them or not? That is the question. Okay, that is the question. Some may say yes. It depends on the statute in Minnesota. I know that in most states, the statute reads something to the effect of if an officer reasonably believes that his life is in danger or somebody else's in life, somebody else's life is in danger, or he is in danger of serious bodily injury or death. Okay, if he reasonably believes those things, he or she, the officer or person, can use deadly force. Okay. Now, given the circumstances, given the facts that I just said, hypothetically, that person jumps into their car, starts reaching around in there. Would it be unreasonable to think that maybe they're reaching for a weapon? 
I don't think so. I mean, I think you have an argument there. So here's the thing. Did she have justification for deadly force? Now, her mistake could very well have been the fact that I – mean, I'll, I'll just say this. I'll just say this. If I'm in that situation and there's several officers there, if I'm there by myself, the first thing that I pull from my holster is not going to be a taser, people. Okay? It is not going to be a taser. If I'm there by myself, he's reaching into his vehicle. I don't know what he's going after. The first thing that I draw off my belt, the first tool that I get from my belt is not going to be a taser. And if you're the officer there and you decide to draw a taser, that's on you. But I think that was not a great idea, okay? Because if he comes out with a gun, now you're bringing a taser to a gunfight. And that's just stupid, okay? That's just stupid. That's worse than bringing a knife to a gunfight. Okay, so let me clarify this now. Let's let's keep going. If I have multiple officers there and I had one officer that says I'm on less lethal and I say I'm on lethal, then okay, taser would be okay. But but if not, I'm not pulling my taser first. I'm pulling my weapon, okay? You don't get a second chance. You pull your taser, he comes out when Proust is a gun and fires at you. You don't get a second chance, okay? You don't get to holster your taser and then pull your weapon and then hope that his first shot wasn't fatal or incapacitating, okay? You don't get a second chance. One chance. You get one shot to get it right, okay? And there's an old saying in police, in police work, okay? Better to be judged by 12 than carried by six. All right? Now... I guess what I'm saying is, could there have been justification for her to use deadly force? I don't know. Maybe. I think you could make that argument, though. Okay. Um, we had a case not too long ago. If you don't, if you recall, because you know people rioted when we had a we had a certain person jump into a van and start reaching for something, and officers opened fire on him, and they they ultimately, you know, I think he ended up being paralyzed. He didn't die, but I. My understanding is they were they were justified in what they did. Okay, is this that much different? There are some differences. I'm not saying they're apples to apples, but there are definitely some similarities, and it's definitely something to think about. Okay, um, all right, let's get back. We're going to talk about. Uh, uh, I'm going to continue on now. We've got more morons to to talk about. Um, we, we're not done with the idiots, um, unfortunately. There's so many of them out there that my goodness, I could talk for hours. But um, one thing I want to say. This isn't just, these are, these are, I mean, if you listen to my podcast, you know, I'm pretty much a conservative as far as political, my political views. I'm for little government. I'm for little, I don't need the government in my business. Okay. Um, I can handle myself. I'm for individual responsibility. Um, I'm for all those things. I'm for the second amendment. I'm for all those things. Okay. I'm a, I'm a conservative. Um, I, I believe in individual rights and 99% of the time I, I agree with people like Sean Hannity. The reason I bring up Sean Hannity is because obviously I said earlier he had Bongino and he had idiot Geraldo on his show. Um, and honestly, a lot of times I agree with Geraldo. Geraldo in this case is an idiot though. For what Geraldo said, for bringing race into this, for saying that officers should should carry their duty weapon on their offhand is stupid. Okay, it's just stupid. It's stupidity. It's ignorance. How about that? That's a little nicer. It's ignorance. Geraldo's ignorant. Okay. When it comes to that. And I'm going to throw this out there too. I like Hannity. I like his show. I watch him. Um, but, you know, even he says things on his show that drives me crazy sometimes. And I'm like, why are you opening your mouth about stuff you just don't know anything about? You know, I've seen several times now where he's pushing this, this taser gun thing. I don't even know. I don't know if it's a taser, if it's pepper ball. I don't. He, but he's pushing this left lethal, left, less lethal. It's like a tongue twister. Say that. 10 times fast. He's pushing this less lethal on his show a lot. And he's saying things like, you know, why aren't officers using these things more? Well, come on, Sean. Okay. Give us some freaking credit. Look at the statistics. Okay. I'll put our statistics as far as, as far as wrongfully, you know, um, acting inappropriately. I'll put our statistics up against anybody, any profession, any time. 370 million plus contacts a year, citizen contacts a year, and these things are few and far between. It seems like they happen all the time because the media likes to sensationalize these things. 
they love to exploit these things. Okay. But the facts, the facts are the fact of the matter is they don't happen that often. And I would put my profession, my police profession, I would put our, our, our track record up against any, any profession, any on my last podcast, I, I played the Paul, Paul Harvey's, um, uh, commentary on police or his, his little speech that he does on police. And it's great. And in that he says, our, our record is better than clergymen. And I agree with that. Okay. I'll put ours up against anybody's. So quit spouting this BS about why aren't we using less lethal more often? Um, well, because we're trying to go home to our kids at night. That's why. And, and let's not forget who determines the amount of force that we use. It's never us. Okay. We only react to the people that we are dealing with. And if people deal, if people don't come at us with any sort of force, then we're going to use the le- least amount of force reasonable to affect that arrest period. Okay. And the other thing too, quit talking about us. We need more training. We know we need, we need, we need, yeah. Ooh, I'm getting ahead of myself again. We need more training. Okay. We train a, my department, I don't know about other departments. Maybe, maybe, maybe other departments need more training. And, and you can never get enough. I mean, I'll, I'll acknowledge that, but this isn't, this isn't, let's talk about what the problem really is. Okay. And I don't think it's lack of training for the police. I don't think it's lack of accountability for the police. We're held accountable way more than wait. We can't get away with stuff that most people can. You can be a you can be a, a a banker and you can get caught driving drunk and you're going to still be a banker in most cases. You can be a teacher even and you can get caught driving drunk and you can still be a teacher in most cases. You can't be a policeman and get caught driving drunk and still be a policeman. Okay, we're held accountable. Trust me. You can certainly be a news a, a news person uh, personality and get caught driving drunk and still be a news personality. There's no doubt about that. Um, you could even be a politician and get caught driving drunk and still be a politician. So I don't want to hear this crap about no accountability for police. Okay. Um, we're held accountable. Trust me. We're held accountable. That's not the problem. Let's talk about what the problem really is. The problem is people don't comply with the lawful order. People resist. And I'm not going to get off subject too much here, but I do want to bring this up, um, because I thought I found this is very interesting. This this police lieutenant that's in the that's in the news a lot, right? Uh, I'm sorry, not police. This army, I believe he was an army lieutenant um, that resisted arrest, and he ended up getting pepper sprayed. And of course, it made the news because he's a he's a lieutenant in the army, you know, whatever. Um, army lieutenant pepper sprayed after not complying with Eric Garner's or, or not complying, excuse me, with not complying with the police order. Well, guess who he is. He is Eric Garner's family member. <laughs> I mean, you can't make this stuff up. He is Eric Garner's family member. Wow. Okay. So I'm just going to throw this out there. Does he know what he's doing? Is he looking for a fat paycheck? Is that what he's trying to do? Is he just looking for... He, of all people, should know that you comply with the police. So, so army officer... Um, whatever your name is, shame on you, dude. Okay. Shame on you. Anyway. All right. Let's get back to the subject here. The problem is people don't comply with lawful orders. That's the problem. Okay. The other problem is the media sensationalizes stuff. The other problem is our politicians who don't have a backbone, who, who are, are using these types of things that to, to, further their political career at least they think now i hope and i and i still have some faith in our in my in our citizens i hope that that backfires on them i hope that these people see the light and say you know what these people like this mayor area mel mayor mayor elliot i hope people say you know what we're not going to put up with it anymore and i just got to call out one more idiot politician i mean this one no one's going to be surprised about this okay rashida talib Tlaib, whatever. I don't know if I'm saying it right, but y'all know who I'm talking about. This is what she had to say on Twitter. I mean, if, if I didn't, if I wasn't reading this for, with my own eyes, I wouldn't even believe that this is the case. Like, I wouldn't even believe that a politician would say such a such a ridiculous thing. So this is what she says on her on her on her tweet. It wasn't an accident. Policing in our country is inherently and intentionally racist. Wrong. 
wrong, you're racist. Okay, she continues. Duante Wright was met with aggression and violence um, because he was showing aggression and violence. Remember, we only react to the amount of force needed. We only react to you, okay? So Duante Wright was met with aggression and violence. I am done with those who condone government-funded murder. Like you? Okay? No more policing, incarceration, and militarization. It can't be reformed. Okay, I'm going to read that again. Yes, you heard that right. If this doesn't shock you, then something is wrong with you. Okay? I'm just going to throw that out there. No more policing, incarceration, and militarization. It can't be reformed. Rashid Tlaib. Are you freaking kidding me? You've got to be freaking kidding me. <laughs> Says the lady who probably has armed security 24-7. Okay? She doesn't give two craps about you people. If you're in her district and you keep voting for her, shame on you. She doesn't care about you. She doesn't care about you. She just said she doesn't want police anymore. She doesn't want incarceration anymore. I know she doesn't care about me as a police officer. That's clear. Clearly, she just assumed send me to some deserted island, I think. Um, and then that's clear when they say militarization. They want to. They don't want militarization of our law enforcement. What that basically means is they don't want us to protect ourselves anymore. I know my life means nothing to her, and I and that's fine. I don't care. That's fine. Okay. Um, it's all the other um, eight hundred thousand police officers across this country that don't mean anything to her as well, and that pisses me off. Okay. Um, Shame on you if you keep voting for this lady. She should be thrown out. Keep in mind, keep in mind, we impeached our for our last president because after he was out of office, by the way, because they people said that he incited violence um, at the at the Capitol because of his words. And we're gonna let Rashid Talib say things like that. Don't even get me started on Maxine Waters, okay? She's ridiculous. She is ridiculous. How is she not impeached? We should, she should be fired. She should be thrown out on her ear right now. Right now. You can't do it fast enough. Okay. You want to talk about inciting violence? Now that's a real case. Um, the, the, the scam impeachment on Trump was ridiculous. You want to talk about a real case? Why don't you just, why don't you Google the things that Maxine Waters has said? She basically said that if the if the um, officer Chauvin if he if he's not convicted, she basically told the people they need to go out into the streets and they need to they need to uh, uh, cause violence. They need to be violent. She said that. Okay, and people because of that have been killed because of those types of words. People people have been killed, and violence has been perpetrated on police and innocent people. So shame on them. The list goes on and on, folks. It, it goes on and on. Like, seriously, if I didn't see this stuff every single day, every single day I think, wow, that's amazing. I can't believe that person would actually say that. It is so ridiculous. And then lo and behold, somebody says something even more stupid. And I'm like, wow, wow. Okay. Here's some advice. You want to change the way police, you want to change policing, Rashida, whatever. Why don't you go out and become a policeman? Why don't you go? Why don't you go work your streets for, I don't know, a week and see what you think? You know what she would do? She would sit in the. She would sit in her office and do nothing. That's what she would do because she's a freaking coward. That's what she is. She's a coward. How about Elliot? Hey Elliot, why don't you go make some traffic stops? Why don't you go into the worst neighborhood, the worst neighborhood, and go make some traffic stops? And I'm just gonna leave with this. Here's some numbers, okay? Here's some numbers. This is how many police officers have died so far this year. That we're only four months in. Okay, these are how many have died. This isn't even. This is just a fraction of how many. How many are assaulted? How many are shot? How many are are you know injured? This is a fraction. These are the only the ones that have succumbed to those injuries and died. Okay, four have died by assault. Okay, so the next time the next time you hear you hear a a newscaster say, well, gosh, that unarmed person was shot. Okay. That's assault. That wasn't even, it didn't even say ag assault, it just says assault. Okay. You can kill somebody with your bare hands. Okay. Four officers so far this year have died from assault. 15 have died by gunfire. 
Okay. Seven, by vehicular assault. That means somebody intentionally mowed them down. So the next time an officer shoots somebody in their vehicle and everybody screams, oh my gosh, they shouldn't have shot him for that. Okay. Seven so far this year have died to vehicular assault. That's a total of 28 so far that have died by violent felonies. There's a whole bunch more that have passed, by the way. That's just the ones that have died by, by felonious actions by a suspect. Okay. I believe the number is, if I remember right, I believe the number is close to 100 officers so far this year have passed um, in the line of duty. 97 line of duty deaths this year. 97. Okay. That's how many officers have died so far this year in the line of duty. Some of those have been hit by cars. Some of them they've died from, from cancer that they've gotten from meth labs or, or from 9-11. But those are all officers who have lost their lives um, serving, their, serving their communities. And the thanks that they get is these idiot politicians like Elliot, like Mayor Elliot and, and uh, Rashida Tlaib. It's it's disgusting, and then you and then they're disrespected by somebody like Geraldo Geraldo Rivera, who who says that you know they're racist and they're and you know and um, Rashida Rashida saying that that policing in our country is inherently and intentionally racist. That is such a lie. Shame on you. All right, that's it. I'm calling it. Um. Please, please spread the word. Go onto my Instagram. Follow me on Instagram, The Angry Officer. Um, go on my Facebook, The Angry Officer. And please follow me. Um, and if you like the podcast, spread it. You know, spread the word. Tell your friends. Um, and until next time, uh, be bold, be true, and I'm out of here.